0: So, so, so skinless. Anticipating something. Uh-huh. Sexy. Talking about the dance in your pants.
1: You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show, Sin's Home of Sexuality, Identity and Relationships, on Sin
2: Nation.
0: So, so, so skinless.
2: Hello and welcome to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation, where we'll be chatting all things sex, relationships, identity. And if you're a regular listener and already raring to go, you can send through any questions on our Tumblr, which is the Naughty Rude slash ask. But uh, first things first, I'll just introduce myself and my uh, co-presenter for tonight. Hey. Uh, So my name is Daniel. Um, I'm 22. I'm a bisexual guy and I am single.
1: Awesome. Hey, Daniel. I'm Bridget and I am 21. Don't have an identity just yet. um, And I am in a long-term relationship. Awesome. Yeah. So, we've got heaps of stuff planned for the rest of the two hours. Um, We've got stuff like, do you have a type? Is there an expiry date on a spark? And um, tips for self-love. And we've got a heap more. As Daniel said as well, if you do have any questions throughout the show, make sure you check out our Tumblr, the naughty rude show. tumblr. com slash ask. Um, and we've also got some funky songs picked for you as well.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> be- excited.
1: Yeah, I know. Before the show, we were talking about our mutual love for Amy Winehouse. So we picked a few of their tracks there, which is really exciting. Yeah,
2: so yeah. stick around for those ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And also during the show, feel free to tweet at us, um, at Naughty Roots. And you can also DM us, DM us on Facebook. Uh, just type in The Naughty Rude Show to Facebook and you'll find us there. Chuck us a like and show some love. That'd be Yay. nice.
1: Yeah, it'd be great to have some more input because there's just the two of us tonight. But yeah. yeah, we're excited.
2: And also, just so you know, with the Tumblr um, ask, it's all anonymous. So you don't have to stress if you're maybe you're <laughs> a little bit nervous about posting a question or anything. We're here to help and it's all good. Exactly. And that was Pineapple Skies by Miguel. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Danny and Bridget. That's an awesome tune to start off the show. I'm mm-hmm. a massive fan of Miguel. Um, I'm actually going to be seeing him at Splendour in the Grass uh, later this month, which is really exciting.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's actually my first multi-day festival.
1: Oh wow, yeah. how exciting. Yeah. So I've the du- tent and everything? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I've done like, um, like Groove in the Moo and other like one-day festivals mm-hmm. like a lot, but yeah, first multi-day festival. So it should be exciting.
1: Yeah, they're so good. They're so different. Good luck.
0: Yeah,
2: That's thank so exciting. You. Yeah, good luck.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to be chatting about, do you have a type? I guess. Yeah. Um, Do you have a type, Danny?
2: Look, yes, to a degree, I think. So, for me, like I said in my intro, so I'm a bi guy. Mm -hmm. So, it does differ slightly between the genders. Mm -hmm. So, I think for me, so for a a guy, usually, I guess I probably should preface this with when I, like, sort of talk about a type, it's usually sort of more in terms of, like, the initial attraction. So, Mm -hmm. like, for me... um, when it comes to sort of a long-term relationship I sort of could see myself with anyone sort of thing if you know yeah, what I mean because yeah, yeah. um once you get to that point it's sort of more about the person mm. and things but anyway back to the topic <laughs> <laughs> I think for like my type of a guy I, I like someone who's sort of got a bit of swagger to them and a bit more sort of laid back and just sort of like a bit of a chill kind of person mm. I don't know like what about you um,
1: I guess I'm kind of notorious for a type. Yep. So I'm very much into the Seth Rogen-looking okay. type of boys. Um, so, yeah, very bearded, like chubbyish. I don't know if that's like a nice word, but, you know, just not, not too... I don't know, have something on there, something to hold, something to squeeze, I guess. <laughs> um and that's the same with the beard. Um, like a bit of like a bit of wrangery hair. Wrangery. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, not like not super duper, but I do like wrangery as well. I do like full full blown um yep. red hair. So yeah. I guess I'm very like specific, um, with when it comes to um male bodies. Um, but with females as well, um, I don't know. I'm still like very, like, I, f- I find a pretty much every girl, woman beautiful. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. it's But it's very specific with um, boys. I guess I kind of like them just a little bit more like feminine, if that makes sense. Just like nice.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Would you say maybe like um, kind of teddy bear like?
1: Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. That's the, yeah. It's very berry. Um, yeah. Very, very berry, very like lioness. I guess lioness, but yeah, <laughs> um, a boy can be lioness, um, and yeah, when it also I also like their clothes, I guess. So I really like um, seeing that like they appreciate music or anything like that. So if it's like an obscure artist and they're wearing their shirt, it's like, oh, that person supports their band and blah blah blah. So it must mean that they like music. Must mean that they like art, and I like music and art. So then you can go and have a conversation with them, but. Very much like you, um, looks are just one thing and then you actually have to, like, spend the rest of your life with them. So they better be <laughs> nice, you know? It sounds <laughs> sort of
2: like doom and gloom almost. Yeah,
1: well, if they're a mean person, no matter how, like, attractive they are or how, yeah, like, exactly. perfect they are.
2: Yeah, but you know? I like the point that you made about, um, like, finding sort of common interests, like, through, like, mm. music and things. Like, yeah. I, even though for me, like, on the infamous, like, Tinder, if I see, like, their anthem is, like, a song that yeah. I froth, that'll, like, give them brownie points sort of mm-hmm. thing. Because, um, yeah, I think that's definitely a thing. If you have shared interests, um, especially, like, for young people like us when it comes to music and mm. TV or whatever, yeah. it's very easy to connect with someone. And I think, like, um, things like that, like music and TV... Um, your interest, what you like, your sensibility usually sort of lends itself to your personality as well, I feel, and, Mm. like, your sense of humour and things like that as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe they should have, like, a tv like what you're watching right now like on tinder that would be really cool yeah i haven't joined it i haven't i haven't been on it since they have had the like music anthem so i'm really jealous i'm really jealous you not. i'm like not a massive
2: fan of the old tinder so i don't think you're missing out on much
1: no but it's just cool to see what people are listening to maybe you'll see something that grabs you
2: yeah just the music that's it yeah um but like i feel like for me in terms of girls i think it's a bit similar to you like I don't really have a specific type. I don't think mm. with girls. I think it's more, um, well, like, I think probably I'm sort of more into guys. Like, I probably mm. date guys more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, with girls, it's kind of could be anyone sort of thing. Mm. Um, like, f- I'm just, like, thinking back into the past, like, the logs. <laughs> <trying to laughs> yeah. Think. Um, yeah, there's sort of a wide range. Um, but obviously, yeah, like, uh, connecting on sort of a more emotional level, I think, always helps an intellectual yeah.
1: Yeah, which I think is good because then, like, you're looking for people that are compatible with you anyway. So there's going to be less heartbreak, less frustration in your
2: life. Yeah. Is, but you is know? there maybe, like, one thing, I don't know, like, just when you see, like, a stranger, um, like, in public, I don't know, like, a certain, like, item of clothing or something, the way you just see it, you're just like, yeah. Like, it's it just, mm. like, something that, like, I don't know.
1: Mm. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm drawn to, like, what type of pants people wear. Which is really weird, Um, but I have, like, this kind of inside joke that um, ever since I've gone to uni, I started off at TAFE at RMIT, and there's this infamous building, Building 94, which is where all the art kids and, like, the music kids and everything go, and ever since I've been there, my pants style has changed. Like, I've gone from just wearing plain black pants to some funky, high-waisted, sometimes patterned, sometimes bright, you know? So And then as soon as I walk out of Building 94 and I go to, like, the rest of where because it's off on Cardigan Street and yep. I go to the rest of where <laughs> the whole city is of RMIT I realise how normal looking everyone's pants are but now I have like a high appreciation for a good pant and yeah. then I know that like we have similar interests so you must be a little bit more arty or yeah. you know we, we must we must <laughs> connect <Yeah. laughs>
2: I don't know. No, actually that makes me think because um, on either guys or girls I feel like if I see someone rocking the Doc Martens that yeah. usually piques my interest. Yeah. It's probably for a bit sure. of a cliche but um and like I feel like you know, like guys that would sort of wear usually with docks and then jeans and like tucked in shirt, like yeah. T shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably the sort of person you'd run into at a gig or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um I feel like yeah, that's probably kind of sort of the fashion sense I might be more attracted to. Yeah. But that's all very initial stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not like I'm yeah. going to rule out Yeah, but it just kind of like
1: waves a flag, like we're the same people. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go to that, that person <laughs> over there. Like we must have stuff in common. Whereas like, I don't know, going to someone who's full dressed in, I don't know, like a business attire, you'd be like, I don't know if I'll have anything in common with them. So there's not much point. But then, I don't know, you can get talking and then realise that they're a big Amy Winehouse fan. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then we can go hang
0: out.
2: Um, and there was, like, another thing that I wanted to bring up with this segment yeah. because because um, I think I've already said it about a million times, but because <laughs> I'm bi, a yeah. lot of people would ask me, um, do your types differ between different genders?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And because for me I think it's more about just who the person is, well, yes, it, it does change. And, like, yeah. I'm curious, like, if there's any um, bi people listening today, like, it would be good if you maybe hit us up, on the Tumblr, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com the slash ask, or on Twitter at Naughty Rude. It'd just be cool to maybe see if um, other listeners have the same sort of experience or have a different opinion mm. on the topic.
1: Got a question? Hit us up at the thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And the track that we just played was Glide by Ho- Hoodboy and TK Meidzer. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation all around Australia with Danny and Bridget.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Um, we just had a discussion about different types. And now we're going to be having a chat about the big question. Is there an expiry date on the Spark? So Mm. when you, you know, got maybe a little something going with someone, is there maybe a window, a golden window of when you sort of have to take that next step? Or is it something that can maybe last for longer than we think? Mm.
1: It's a big question. It's Mm. a big intellectual question. Um, personally, I don't really feel like there is, um, little anecdote for everyone out there. Um, speak about it a lot because I guess it's the only content that I have in my life right now. Um, <laughs> but I do have a long-term partner that I've been seeing for just under three years um and we have known each other for probably like six or seven years now and we were really good friends for like the first few years and then as like year 12 and stuff got a little bit um more intense we kind of stopped hanging out because we did go to different schools and we didn't live anywhere near each other um and then they got a girlfriend as well and they um kind of stopped talking to me which is fine like we it out anyway um, and then as soon as they broke up with their girlfriend um, they slid into my little messages on Facebook um, and I was like what the heck why is this person what a what a literal fuck boy that's what I thought <laughs> um, and I was like okay I'll just reply like whatever that's fine and then um, didn't really speak to them for another like few weeks or so and then saw them in a club and I was like oh there you are spark was still there after like five years and after not speaking for like a few years so yeah it's still there i guess like i don't know throw some oil on the fire and it explodes you know i reckon
2: you like shattered a few stereotypes there as well because like (laughs) it's a long-term relationship but like he's sitting into your dms you like saw each other in a club yeah and like long-term relationship
1: yeah, and we're friends before as well. Yeah. It all works. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever you
2: want to do, do Hollywood do it. has no idea. Like.
1: Yeah. Oh, they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Where is my movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, but has that ever happened to you? Like, um, I don't know. Have you, like, started talking to someone and it's been, like, a few years or just a few months, a few weeks? Like, what do you think?
2: Well, for me, it was actually what I was thinking about was um, people that I had a spark with who I worked with. And yeah, then I yeah. didn't pursue it deliberately mm. because, you know, see each other a lot, yeah. work together, yeah. if it got messy or whatever, yeah. don't want to have to really deal with that. Yeah. Kind of like don't shit where you eat sort of yeah. motto. Yeah, yeah, But then, like, I have had some things eventuate sort of once either of us have left that job mm. and then kind of thought, okay, now is probably a healthier time to pursue this sort of thing. Mm. Um, so for me, that's sort of what I was thinking of. And then thinking about the spark as well, it made me think of um, sort of more back in like school when like you have like a crush on someone Mm. and then think back at it a few years later and you couldn't even remotely picture yourself being with that person now. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you?
1: Yeah, I think it's also like when you're 14, 15, 16, or whatever, you're so young you don't even know what's out there in the world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you just kind of, you're lumped in with like a few hundred people and you're just like, oh, I guess that person, out of all of these hundreds of people, that person is fine. So yeah. then you just kind of, I do not know about you, but I would like obsess over in my mind and then I would create this thing that was just this ultra human and you're like, wow, this person's gonna be great. And yeah. then you get to know them like, in year 12, because, like, it's the end of school, and then you're like, oh, this person is nothing like that.
2: Yeah. And, like, so- <laughs> and sometimes, like, you'd have, like, that, yeah. like, the massive thing built up in your mind, and, like, you've hardly even spoken to them before. Yeah, Like, it's that's crazy. What I mean. Like, teenage yeah. love is just ridiculous. Yeah, you like, stare from
1: from a distance, and you never talk to them, because yeah. your heart races, you get sweaty, you can't do anything, you know?
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you li- like, you like literally, like meet them or like talk to them for the first time, and you realise, Oh, you're yeah, not actually who I thought, <laughs> thought you were kind of <laughs> you're thing.
1: You're like that, yeah. <laughs> like, what do
2: you mean you don't like music? What is this? Yeah. You know? And, like, I also think um, with this idea of the spark, I reckon it's more likely to fizzle out if sort of the reason for you kind of pursuing them or being interested in them doesn't come from sort of a healthy or authentic place. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't know, maybe if you were pursuing someone because maybe you were trying to maybe compensate for feeling lonely or something like that. Yeah. And then that doesn't have longevity in it, in my yeah. opinion, because it's not sort of a true connection or it's not sort of coming from a, I guess, a... A healthy place, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I guess you gotta love yourself before you can love, anyone, love anyone else. else. Yeah, All which of the is tonight. yeah, which is what we're <laughs> going to be talking about a little bit later. Yeah. so make sure you tune in. This whole this whole hour and a half that we've got left.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. For like, I, I even had a, um, an example. Uh, for me. Like, there was a guy that I matched with on Tinder a while back. So, I think it was towards the end of last year. And yeah. we were, like, chatting, you know. It was all fine, all good. We sort of seemed like we are in- interested in each other. But then sort of life happens and sort of left it for a few months. Yeah. And then, like, recently, um, he just randomly followed me on Insta and slid on into my DMs. <laughs> yeah. And so, now I'm kind of in the um, position of... Because it's still sort of ripe. So, I'm kind of, like, in the position like... Should I pursue it or not, or like, should I be like, um, oh, what's the word, like, uh, suspicious of the fact that he kind of rocked up after a bit of long, after a bit of a break? I don't know. Like, maybe mm. hit us up on Twitter or Tumblr if um the same sort of experiences happen to you. I'll uh, give those details to you again in case you forgot them. If you wanted to hit us up on Tumblr, it's just the naughty Slash ask. Hopefully by the end of the show, I'll learn to actually pronounce <laughs> that whole thing correctly. That's right. And then, uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter and not be anonymous, have your maybe fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. That's at um, Naughty Rude. So please do hit us up because, um, yeah, you need help. I like getting in other people's business. Yeah, and <laughs> for
1: sure. Well, look what happened to me. You know, three years later, you could be still with you this person. You never yeah. know. You um, never know. But I don't know. Maybe maybe go have a coffee with them or something like yeah. that you know try and suss out what they want from you yeah you know
2: just sit them down and just like
1: yeah what do you
0: want <laughs> <laughs> i <Oi.
2: laughs> sure it wouldn't
1: be too bad at the end of the day i mean if they only just want you for your body then you can choose to give it to them or not or you can be like no you know
2: very healthy of us like yeah, it.
1: that's all you need yeah <laughs> We're talking about some serious stuff. If you need help at any time, you can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 22 Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800 or Lifeline on 13
2: and that was Ultimatum by Disclosure featuring Mata Diawara. That's a new tune that I actually heard on the radio this morning um, on my way to the studio, um, New Disclosure one, which is very exciting. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they're dropping a new album or not yet, but it's really exciting to see that they've got some new music out. Um, you're listening to the Naughty root Show on Sin Nation. You're here with um, Danny and Bridget.
1: For sure. Um, and we've actually got some questions via our Tumblr anonymously. And if yeah. you do want to get in on the action just make sure you go to our tumblr which is the naughty rude show slash ask so should we jump straight into them yeah all righty well juicy ones yeah i'm very excited our first one is done 100 percent anonymously all of them are and it is how do you come back from a
2: shitty blowjob mm. so i've got a bit of an anecdote for Alrighty. this one Luckily, because it's on national radio, for me, I'm not the one who was giving it. So that kind of saves my dignity a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, my advice is that, like anything that's maybe a little bit embarrassing or you feel a bit embarrassed about, you kind of just have to move on. Like, so I know for me, when it happened, um, I would, even though, like, so the guy who I was with, like, I wouldn't have, like, you know, um, I wasn't going to reject him because of that one instance. Yeah. Like, um, and it was like the first time that we'd hooked up as well. So, obviously, you can't expect it to be like perfect mm. the first time. Mm. Um, like, it was just like in the moment he was just trying to, you know, do too much. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> yeah. it was just, it, it was just kind of like, um, it felt like he was trying, like, trying to make it perfect, if you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just. Yeah, I won't get into the details, but just need to sort of just chill out a little bit. And, like, so I feel like just coming back from it, you really just need to maybe maybe next time you're sort of maybe, you know, getting intimate with the person, just try and sort of, I know it's hard, but relax a bit more Mm -hmm. and maybe communicate a bit more with the person. Just sort of, yeah, like, how about you, um, Bridget? Like, what would your sort of advice be?
1: I think my advice would definitely be chill out, slow down. Yeah. Um, Because I know that when I get excited sometimes I get like a little teethy which is really annoying and sometimes you don't know that you're doing it yeah which is good because like you always have to be um communicating all the time so it's always good when the receiver is communicating Mm. so you know what is happening and what you're doing wrong and then um of course even when it is like your first few times like this could literally be their first ever blow job so maybe um keep going keep practicing every penis is different as well so what you're doing yeah. one time on one person isn't gonna work the next time on another person. So keep going, chill out, blow your nose maybe. I don't know, so you can breathe a bit easier. Um, cover your teeth with your lips.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like even like even like don't you don't have to be embarrassed about it. You can do it like a cheeky Google, like get some tips. Like, oh
1: for sure. <laughs> it's Literally. like it's nothing yeah. to
2: be embarrassed about. Like yeah. Yeah, it's just what we're all about. Use all, all the resources, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. And don't do too much at, like, once because, yeah. Just no keep it,
2: try and keep it simple, especially if it's early days.
1: Yeah, for sure. You, you'll learn. You've got, like, what, 70 years to do it? Yeah, you've got so it's much. Fine. You'll be right.
2: So.
1: <laughs> um, should we go into the next
2: question? Yeah. Which one did you want to tackle?
1: Um, well, should we go on to this first one here? Yeah, yeah. So, in your opinion, can cuddling ever become romantic? To me, it's quite a casual thing, but for some of my friends, they say that when I cuddle my guy friend, it's romantic or even inherently
0: sexual.
2: Mm. I'm not a fan of this person's friends, to be honest, because I think this person is, you know, not to get all political, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of reinforcing sort of heteronormative expectations that a guy and a girl can't be friends Mm -hmm. sort of thing like who cares if you're hugging your guy friend if you know that he's your friend and you want to hug him bloody go hug him like who cares and I think there's degrees like with any physical touch there's degrees of it and depends who it is because Mm -hmm. you can get maybe a hug from your mum and obviously that's just like a family thing but you could get a hug from someone else and it could have more of a spark to it. Mm. but there might be little uh, variation in terms of what that hug physically looked like or something. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think – but for me, I think it's weird that they wrote cuddling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so does this
2: person mean like – like, on a couch or in bed? Yeah. Or, yeah. Because
1: I think hugging, yeah, is whatever. Yeah. But I personally feel like cuddling, you can cuddle with whatever. You can cuddle with whoever. That's fine. I love cuddling
2: with my dog. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I want to date him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. But, like, I just think that when you're cuddling with someone that you have feelings for, like, romantic feelings for, I think that they definitely um, exacerbate them if that makes sense. Yeah. So it could even just be like, as I was saying, inherently. So like, for example, you and I could be cuddling and then I could have no feelings. But like, because we're cuddling, we're like close. And then you're just like, all of a sudden you're like, yes, this is getting great. This is perfect. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't, just, the, just the way that they use cuddling, I'm like, why are you using cuddling? Yeah. Like- and I
2: think you could, also, you could also like end up getting into sort of a grey area of sort of like consent and moving it to the next level as well because say if you were cuddling and yeah Yeah. one person is sort of feeling it maybe more than the other and you know like they go to make a move and then the other person rejects them sort of thing like i guess you'd have to be careful in communicating sort of what sort of your intentions are like when that's happening sort of thing yeah Yeah.
1: maybe we should start like talking about cuddling like this sounds like a bit out there but like if for example like we were going to cuddle platonically while we watch like some tv shows or whatever it's like hey can we cuddle because i'm cold but like this is just going to be a platonic cuddle is that okay and then maybe that just like shifts something in your mind where you're like oh this is a great cuddle but like this is nothing more instead of like your body just like doing something just like unconsciously and it gets you closer
2: i think that's a really Um, good way to look at it yeah yeah, and I think it's. I actually really like this question because I feel yeah. like we do live in a bit of a hyper mm. culture at the moment. So it's kind of nice to sort of explore other sort of elements of sort of affection. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with cuddling.
2: Yeah, no, that I love cuddling. Know, yeah, know? just communicate.
1: Because you don't want someone else to get like feelings and you didn't intend that to happen and you yeah. never wanted it to happen because that'd just be sad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Could nice. ruin the friendship. All but
1: right. hug anyone. Obviously, ask them first because yeah. some people hate cuddling. I mean, hugging.
2: And I think the yeah. best thing is, well, with communication, do it before, you know, you get to it. Yeah, because it can get I mean. a bit too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Exactly. All right. Do we want to throw to one more?
1: Yeah. What should we do?
2: Um, I just love <laughs> this one.
1: <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh,
2: um. So uh, a listener has just texted in. Why is sex so awkward? Lol. Which, like, fair question because, like. I (laughs) hear, but but, um, I guess it kind of lends back to the sort of the blowjob question. Mm. It's I feel like it's really just need to lower your expectations, and just take it slow. And like, I feel like just when you go in to it like a sexual encounter, and even dates, just thinking that they're going to be like the perfect thing and Mm. be like a movie or whatever, you're setting yourself up for failure. Like, to me, like, the best sex is when you not necessarily take it slow, but you're clearly on the same page. Yeah. And you can move past awkwardness. Mm. Not like, oh, oh, I accidentally, like, knocked your arm. Oh, uh, uh, and then you, like, tighten up and then it get the, it's ruined. I feel like it's you need to kind of acknowledge the fact that you're both human. Mm. You're both human kind of expressing a natural thing. Mm. There is going to be some awkwardness because sex is intimate. Yeah. You need to, like, you know, it's not going to be like what you see in the media. Mm. So I feel like it's really just a matter of just kind of accepting that we're human and, you know. Yeah, like, do you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I think you're definitely on the right page. Like, especially I'm not sure about you, but I know that um, for me, like, having a vagina, it has to be, I have to be, like, really, really stress-free i don't even know just relax that's Mm. the word um because otherwise everything tightens up because that's literally the body
0: yeah everything tightens
1: up so it's gonna hurt more it's it's not gonna feel as good um probably won't even go in do you know what i mean Mm. and then it's also like sex doesn't just have to be like penetration like it can be so much so much other stuff and i guess if you're um for example, um, doing, like, oral or anything like that, there's just, like, more – it's more relaxed as in, like, it's just focusing on little parts. Like, it's not just two people going together at once, just yeah. banging, like <laughs> – like, like, yeah. yeah, like it is in the movies. Yeah, like, it is really weird and it is really different. And, yeah, I think you should definitely be slow with everything and I'm a big fan of communication and just being like, mm. how How are you feeling? How is this feeling? Um, are you okay Just like little things like Mm. that.
2: But no, like that um, is a really good point because what I was going to say is I think people do need to start acknowledging as well that when you are having sex, you don't always have to, yeah, engage in penetration. There's different levels. And just because you maybe, say, only had like oral sex one time or something, that's nothing to be sort of feel embarrassed of or ashamed of or Mm. anything. Mm. And um, especially like sometimes you might just not be feeling doing one particular thing, mm, yeah. and like I feel like if people need to start being more comfortable with voicing that, mm. and um, I think it also goes back to this hip, um, the, the kind of hookup culture as well. I especially I know it's like sort of in sort of the gay ma- gay male community as well. Sort of with the hip hookup culture, I think a lot of guys would sort of get uptight about the fact that maybe there'd be an expectation for anal sex, mm. and like that's sort of a lot of pressure to put on someone, if you know what I mean. And, Mm. like, I feel like people maybe need to be a bit more confident just saying, look, I don't really want to do that today, um, but, like, I'm still interested, you know, in doing other stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, you're still interested in orgasming. You're just not interested in going that whole extra step because it is, like, a whole – you have to, like, go to a mindset and you have to be, like, 100% prepared and ready. Um, And then I guess other people as well say that – you know, communicating and going slow can ruin the romance, but I think it just adds to it. Like, if you're speaking in a sensual way, if you're also, like, adding on, like, little things like, oh, you're looking beautiful, you're you're looking really good, or, like, this is feeling really nice, then it just kind of adds just that little bit
2: of spice. I'd much rather someone, like, respected me. I would find that way more attractive than, you know, someone trying to be something that they're not and, you know, Mm. perform like a porn star or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it makes you feel more comfortable and then you're more relaxed. And then everything happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A little there. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Um, We recently just had a few listener questions, which is really exciting. So, if you guys want to keep the ball rolling, you can ask us a question anonymously on Tumblr. The link to that is... TheNaughtyRudeShow.tumblr.com slash ask. And I got through it at that time. Perfect Yay! pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you want to tweet at us a bit more publicly, that's at Naughty Rude. And uh, Bridget, what are we talking about now?
1: Um, we're going to be talking about confidence on a date. Um, so I guess we're in the 21st century, 2018. Some people say that we don't really go on dates that much, but I guess we kind of do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Do you have any, like, rituals or anything before you go on dates? Do you you go on dates that much?
2: Not a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm more sort of the person that... I guess maybe I probably wouldn't label them as dates sort of thing. I'm more of Mm -hmm. a casual kind of person sort of thing. Um, But... I don't know if I would really have really rituals I have a bit of a bit of an embarrassing one like I reckon if I'm getting ready for a date I have like quite hot showers (laughs) so I feel like after I jump in the shower I need like a bit of a cooling down period just so like because if I like sort of have a shower and then head out and like start walking or whatever I feel like you know, like, overheat a little yeah. bit. You don't yeah. want to rock up to a date, you know, sweaty or anything. Mm-hmm. You want to, like, yeah. make sure you're, you're fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking good, looking yeah. your best. Um, and I guess, like, I probably have, like, a couple maybe features in my wardrobe that I'd probably pop out more for a date. Mm. Um, Any,
1: like, colours? Like, is there a colour theme or anything? Or
2: I'm pretty, to be honest, I'm pretty bland in my colours. Like, if you look yeah. at my outfit today, like, I'm wearing a sweater that's white, grey and black. Um <sighs> Yeah, like, the, the denim jacket that I'm wearing today, I, that's kind of been my sort of, kind of my edgy, cool jacket I like to wear, mm. like, popping the collar on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but what about you? Do you have, like, a maybe a wardrobe item or a specific ritual or something?
1: Um, I was thinking about it earlier today and I feel like I don't really go on dates that much anymore. Like I just go out with the same person all the time and then we go out with our friends. Um, So when I was younger, like maybe like a few years ago, um, I would always pull on um, a bit of a winged eyeliner. um yeah now my eyes have kind of like well my face has changed like a little bit um just gotten a bit bigger but that's all right um so like i feel like my eyes like droop just a little bit more so when this is like a really weird concept but like when like your eye lids kind of droop over a little bit more and you try to put on winged eyeliner just kind of looks a bit weird and jagged so I can't be there's a way to do it and i've Mastered it a few times, but I can't be bothered. It's too long of a process to make it look like a perfect wing eyeliner. So now I just put on like a little bit more eyeshadow.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> that's yeah,
2: that's what yeah, it is.
1: But yeah. um, I don't really wear um, uh, like foundation or anything in my day-to-day life, just because I'm trying to let my skin breathe. You know, had some bad acne. And it's just <laughs> it's just the best way to keep it all under control. Um, yeah. So when I do go out, I put on like some foundation and stuff, and then eyeshadow, and I feel yeah. I feel. Fantastic! I just have a little bit more of a spring in my step.
2: Yeah. Actually, I think for me, one thing I kind of reserve for, you know, when I'm maybe seeing someone a little bit special or when I I'm impress someone, I I usually save my cologne for those kind of situations. Mm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, wear cologne on, like, a day-to-day basis, yeah. I don't think. So, yeah, I have, like, a couple different ones that, you know, depending on the mood, which scent I like, I'll yeah. chuck that on. Um, but otherwise, not really. And, like, yeah. I don't think I have rituals, like... I yeah. don't, like, put my gems out to charge in the sunlight or anything <laughs> like that. Like, I think pretty just I try to be pretty laid back about it.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, also I live with my partner as well. So if I did any, like, rituals by myself, we'd be doing them together. So it's literally just <laughs> Let's me. Let's hope this goes yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, oh, I'm meeting new people. Um, so it's pretty much just me hanging out in the bathroom, putting on some foundation, and then he is just... Hanging out listening to music, and we're just listening to music together. Yeah. Do you know what I
2: mean? Um, Our producer, Julia, just passed us a real nice question. I was actually thinking this as well. So, Mm -hmm. this is one for Bridget. So, how do you spice up date night when you live together or even for a long term relationship? Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we don't really have like a specific date night because I guess we're both students. And we also do shift work, just, like, casual retail stuff. But it means that we don't really have, like, a set structure to, like, our weekly, weekly basis. Um, So... I we just hang out all the time and we just watch movies all the time and then like we'll be like okay we're gonna go to this gig or we're gonna go to this show and then it's more about um just making sure that your phone isn't in your hand 24 7 so like we'll put our phones in our pockets when we're eating dinner together on this night and then um just like putting them away and just like i think i think you kind of notice that you run out of things to say because um, like you're talking all the time and you've been talking all the time for like almost three years but once you put your phones away and you're not like distracted by just all this new information you realize that you do have all this stuff to say and sometimes like it can be just like a little bit awkward but awkward with like the right person so it's fine Um, But then as, like, the conversation is going, you realise how much you have to say and then you realise that, like, two hours has passed and you're just, like, gasbagging the whole time
0: and you're
2: late to your show. And I think even with um, long-term relationships, not even necessarily romantic, even just with friendships, you do notice after a while um, silence is okay.
0: Yeah. Being comfortable with that. Yeah.
2: um, Yeah. And I was actually also curious to ask because... Um, you know how you were saying you don't have a specific date night yeah like I reckon that's awesome because that would be the worst thing in my mind like having a set date night like we're going to be like romantic on this day or whatever but Mm. do you have like a set um, day of like we're going to have a break from each other like an afternoon where you're like oh we're just going to do our own thing and just like get some space
1: um i think it just happens naturally so yeah. we actually funny story we actually study together as well so we live together oh, really? study together so we're pretty much together most of the time the times that we aren't together is when one of us is at work so um i guess luckily for everyone listening they would think it's lucky um, but we think it's unlucky we work like separate times most of the times um yeah. so when here's a work i have my own time together and when i'm at work um i have my own time together And that's what it is. But then we notice that the whole time we're just bored and we want to hang out with each other.
2: Yeah. Do you ever, like, um, get mistaken for siblings or anything?
1: Um, No, that's actually never happened. Never happens. Which is weird because, like, we both look the same-ish. Like, we're both white, chubby-ish. Like, that's the same. That looks the (laughs) same. But do you know what I mean? And we're kind of similar height as well. But nah, no one's ever said anything. I think because we're, like, at that age... Now, like, we're both, like, 21, 22, so that doesn't really happen. Like, I feel like that only really happens when you're, like, 15. Yeah. You know, because you're like, oh, are these people dating? But because we look older, you're like, oh, you must be dating. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know. know
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. That would be fun, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah.
2: We're serious about sex and playful, too. Um, So now we're going to be having a bit of chat about tips for self-love. Mm. which is very important in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very loaded topic, so it's not always easy to know where to start. Yeah. But my big thing is just never to compare yourself to other people because mm-hmm. I think with me personally, like if you probably compared my sex life to sort of the, what you would expect to be typical, I would probably say I'm not as experienced as, say, um, what you would say is maybe average Mm. but in my experience what I found out is that the average or the expectation isn't really true for the majority anyway Mm. sort of thing and for me a big thing that I do is just for one avoid comparisons Mm. but also to not like start getting in that mindset like oh is there something wrong with me or like like um I don't know like maybe if I was like I don't know, met someone out and, like, we started hooking up. But, like, I decided just to call it a night there and go home instead and just be like, well, that's because that was my choice and I just wasn't feeling it that night or whatever. Um, and I feel like to for self-love, you really just need to follow your gut instinct when you're in these situations and not feel the pressures of, whether it be peer pressure, societal pressure, um, or pressure from yourself. Like, if you're feeling maybe lonely and, like, trying to have a rebound or something because that never ends (laughs) well and yeah like that's sort of my two cents I guess what are you sort of thinking Bridget
1: um yeah I think what you're kind of saying as well is really is really good um maybe even just like extending from there just like your self-image um if that makes sense um yeah so maybe just like not looking at instagram and like photos and stuff as much um and just being present in the world that you're living in right now um if that makes sense so yeah just being like oh why wasn't i invited to that party or um why are all these people out and i'm home on a friday night like i don't know like in the back of your mind you chose to be home on a Friday night maybe that was because you were tired and you needed some time to rest or maybe that was just because like you can't be bothered to hang out with those people yeah Yeah. and
2: like on the comparison thing like um, you know like sometimes you might think of someone think oh like that I imagine they probably have like the wildest sex life and like then you're like oh why isn't mine like that and then you start hating yourself and I remember that happened to me once like it was like one of my best friends and then like we caught up for dinner one night and she was like oh i haven't had sex in eight months like oh yeah and it's like and it's all stuff that you've based off like no Mm. information at all it's just your anxiety and neurosis it's like you're not basing it off anything so i I think a lot of self-doubt comes from that it's usually when Mm. you're not even basing on anything real it's like and you're just letting your mind getting carried away and like i think for my another tip for me is when you kind of maybe not feeling as confident as you would want just get out of the house be with people and you see that everyone's just as human as you you start picking up on things and realize that like all your sort of anxiety start to kind of suppress and you just realize like it's fine like you're doing you're doing fine you're completely normal like i feel like um staying home and kind of you know, analyzing stuff, things like that just does not help Um, especially like, yeah just like go out and go dancing with your friends, like nothing has to happen or uh, like you don't have to like be on the hunt or whatever, just like go out have a good time and I guarantee if you go out with no expectations just to have a fun time and be with your friends, you're going to feel so much better Mm -hmm. and better about yourself you're going to have reconnected with your friends Mm. Um, yeah, I just think that's so important yeah yeah
1: like I know personally that I've had so much more fun being out in a long-term relationship not with my partner or anything and just focusing on the people around me for their friendships and just like getting to know them again and just getting to know what's been happening with them and then yeah you realize that you're literally all thinking about the same things and have the same anxieties and that's kind of ridiculous yeah. Do we all have the same anxieties, yeah, you know? usually
2: fun. We're not alone. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly.
1: And, like, if you think about it as well, going back to, like, the normal sex life, blah, blah. Like, you're 22, I'm 21. Like, we're s- all still young, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't know when you're meant to peak, but it's not now.
2: I think peak- peaking is such a personal thing. Yeah. I, using your age. Yeah. Just... No, <laughs> just don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Cause I, so, like, for me, so I didn't have sex until I was 20. Mm. And I remember being, like, 18 and thinking, like, literally, I went out for my... No, I went out for my 19th birthday. Mm. And so I was, like, going out. I was, like, oh, surely, like, it's got to happen tonight. Like, it's got to happen tonight. And, like, I didn't, you know, like, actively, like... try to force it or anything but there was that little voice in the back of my mind like oh you're going to be like 19 in like 4 hours like get on it like otherwise you're a loser like quick 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 and then you realise and then you like start talking to your friends and you find that some of them still haven't Mm. like aren't sexually active or whatever it's Mm. like just like chill out guys (laughs) it
1: ruins your night to be honest yeah
2: just don't let your sex life dictate your self worth it's just so unhealthy yeah have a sex
1: life with yourself
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, and, like, I know it's, like, maybe not the most pretty thing to talk about, but, like, masturbation, like, helps you develop your sexuality as well. It helps mm-hmm. you develop, like, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and there's nothing inherently bad about it. Like, no. it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, we also just got another question. This one's coming from our producer, Julia, um, which was, why does Instagram cop the most hate for body dysmorphia?
1: Mm. Um, I don't know. I guess cuz everyone's just projecting the best version of themselves. Mm. Um and that best version isn't necessarily the real version. They're face tuning, they're literally um changing everything about what is real of themselves um I know me personally um I follow like 800 people and I remember people being like oh why do you follow so many people like why are you doing this I'm like well none of these people are like Instagram bikini models they're all just things that I like so they're just art things they're music things um they're just random things that I like and I've realized I never go on the explore page or anything like that I just find what I like and Nothing on Instagram makes me feel bad, but I know that everyone talks about it because like everyone is posting these absurd photos of themselves and I guess it is about um making your like making your follow mean something. So unfollowing someone who is putting out like bad things, like they're putting out a version of them that has like an eating disorder and is like promoting it and making all these other people have eating disorders then I think that unfollowing them shows that like it's not it's not good to promote that Mm. like it's good to promote it's good to tell people that like you're hurting and everything inside and like go for help but it's not good when they're just like look at how much I've lost look at how much I've done this like if that makes sense so I think putting your Instagram account and making your follow count. Means a lot, if that makes sense. Yeah,
2: and I think, um, despite the fact, despite the kind of message I was promoting before, I think I'm actually quite guilty of um, like comparing myself and things when it comes to seeing things on Instagram. Mm. Um, And I guess I think my best tip for this would be just kind of monitor a little bit how much time you are spending on your phone. Mm. Like, not necessarily how much time you're spending on your phone, but how much kind of empty time you're spending on your phone so Mm. with no real purpose like where you're not sort of maybe talking to someone on messenger or sending an email or sending a funny snapchat of your dog to your best friend or something just Mm -hmm. when you're sort of sitting and just kind of scroll and like aimlessly scrolling through instagram feed because that's when i notice um the kind of sort of neuroses kind of creep in and you start comparing yourself and thing and stuff like that so i think just first off sort of monitor how much you are on your phone doing that kind of aimless scrolling and yeah. maybe think why don't I, I don't know, go and read a book or have a chat to my housemate or my mum or whatever and just kind of bring yourself down to back down to earth kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say is with Instagram, I don't necessarily have a problem with say slimmer or skinnier people, you know, flaunting it and posting things. There are people who are extreme cases and they are um, uh, exposing bad habits. Yeah. That I have a problem with. Not necessarily with the person because it usually comes down to that person's mental health. So, like, yeah. they're struggling. Yeah. But um, when it's just a person who's healthy, fit and healthy, just following what they've got, I have no problem with that. But I just think that on Instagram there needs to be more of a variety. Yeah. Um, and I know it's because of the world we live in. It can be harder for people who are maybe of a different figure, that isn't the maybe desired figure, to you know be super confident and take that you know saucy selfie or get that mm-hmm. photo on the beach or whatever. But I feel like if more people start embracing that kind of just flaunting what you've got and thinking, look, this is my body. I take care of it. I love it. Yeah. Here it is. It would Instagram would um not be such a I wasn't I'm not going to say evil I'm not even going to say toxic just n- Instagram won't be such a problematic yeah space mm. I think yeah yeah
1: mm. but I think with like maybe the Instagram TV and everything like that and more live videos maybe people can see more of the realness of like these celebrities and it's the famous people and youtubers and all that stuff even if it is like just 20 minutes maybe nothing is like edited if that makes sense so it's just a bit more natural and real and they can see that they are a real person and they're doing all this hard work to be the person that they are today and maybe they can share some tips with how everyone else can be happy and successful if they want that Um, But I just wanted to quickly raise up as well, just because we have touched a few um, touchy subjects as well. Um, If you did want to talk to anyone, then there are a few lines that you can call. Beyond Blue, one three hundred double two four six three six Kids Helpline, 1800-55-1800. Lifeline, 13-11-14. And the Butterfly Foundation as well for eating disorders. So that's 1800- 334673.
2: Three, three. This is Naughty Rude. We're going to throw to some more Tumblr questions now. Yes, a new one. Yeah. So um, we've got this one from a listener. Thanks for messaging in, everyone, by the way. Um, so, I'm a 23-year-old straight female, and I've never been in a relationship before. I struggle with self-confidence and self-esteem, and I've gotten to a point where I'm really wanting to get into a relationship, but I just don't have the confidence to let the guy who I really like my feelings for him. Do you guys have any tips on how I can approach him and let him know my feelings for him? Thanks. Thanks. Okay, mm. so that's a pretty loaded question. Yeah, it's kind of pretty
1: what well. we've covered throughout today's show. Yeah. Um, but do you have any tips? Well,
2: yeah. just reading it, like, I kind of found it sort of relatable because I'm 22 and mm-hmm. I've never sort of had a real full-on long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. But that, for me, that's something that doesn't really bother me because, like, I'm not saying that everybody's like this and you have to be like this, but for me, I'm... I quite enjoy independence
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I – what I do, I I sort of look at my life and realise that it's pretty pretty swell. Like, I've got a lot of great friends. Mm. Like, I'm not trying to sort of brag or anything, but, like, I've got a great group of friends around me. Mm. Um, you know, I've got, like, a lot of things I'm involved with and stuff. Mm. But having said that, like <sighs> – I think I'm someone who puts a lot of effort into their friendships. So I've got a lot of friend, like, really close friends who I've been – pretty much all of my close friends I have been friends with for, f- like, four years and over. Like, I've always got some really close friends from uni. Like, I'm only 22, so, like, our friendship can't have lasted longer than, you know, a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. But, like, there's a particular friends, like, from high school that I've put real effort in to – like, um what's the words nurturing those relationships because mm. in my view like friendship is something that can last forever yeah R- romantic relationships obviously don't always yeah and i've just like i've sort of gotten myself to a point where i've sort of set up my life and kind of if i don't end up you know settling down with someone i'm gonna be all right like ever yeah mm. Because like, and I know I'm talking from a very privileged position. Like, I'm a white privileged man, so like I have access to university education and things. Like, I work hard and everything. But obviously, you know, I've sort of got prospects. So for me, I guess that it makes it a lot easier for me to say, look, I could sort of just be single for the rest of my life and sort of set myself up, things like that. I understand that not everyone is that lucky to be in that situation, but I guess going back to the question, like. I feel like she specified that I struggle with self-confidence and self-esteem. My advice is to try and address that first. Doesn't mean you can't date. I would just say maybe don't launch yourself into a full-on committed relationship before you've maybe addressed that stuff. Just because you don't want to get into a long-term relationship and realize that you've gotten into it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um... And I would also, like, maybe start – I kind of sound – I feel like I'm, like, Fraser or something, just, like, trying (laughs) to, like, give out advice on the radio. But I feel like trying to sort of just monitor where your head's at. Like, are you sort of hating on yourself all the time? Are you sort of beating yourself up because you haven't maybe been in a relationship and you haven't approached this guy? Because if you're noticing you're doing that, the issue lies sort of more within yourself – and it kind of sounds like you might need a bit more self-love mm. in your life and maybe surround yourself with some really good friends and family if that's possible. Um, but, like, with this guy that you like, I think it's... If you want to just say, like, um, hey, would you like to go grab a coffee sometime? And, you know, if... You think that something might be there. Chances are he'll say yes. Ooh. You'll go and you'll get go have a coffee. And like we were talking before, usually when you get yourself out of the house and you start hanging out with someone, your anxiety is su- um, what's the word? Suppress. Suppress yeah. or um, go at e- like um, yeah. e- ease off or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you might have a coffee. You might find that you have a relatively good time. Nothing might eventuate after that but you know you've taken that sort of first step of putting yourself out there cool like be proud of yourself mm. and then maybe wait along for the next guy or girl or whoever you're interested in comes along and then maybe suggesting hey do you want to go get a drink and then you know just, just because like say you something starts happening with this guy and then it doesn't work out that's fine it doesn't mean you failed it doesn't mm. mean like I feel like you could easily fall into a trouble like oh, no, it's because I'm 23 and it's because I haven't been in a relationship before. No, it might have just been that that guy, you just didn't click or something. Like, whatever happens with this guy, just take it as a positive, take it as a step forward. doesn't mean it's going to continue, but that's fine. A lot of romantic relationships don't continue and most of the time that's a good thing. And then put yourself out there and with, uh, um, in other situations but I feel like I've ranted a lot so Bridget yeah, give love me your it. thoughts love,
1: love a good rant um, yeah no I think definitely work on yourself like this person might not be the right person but definitely just give it a go just, yeah, just close your eyes call them Open your eyes. Text them. Just like breathe. Just do it. Just press the send button. You know, just do it. And if they never reply, they never reply. Oh well. Yeah. Just go. Go do some sport. Go join a choir. Join sin. You're I'd young love enough to join a choir. You know, there's so much you can do. Like go get a hobby where you can meet more people and friends. Like-minded and minded people. Yeah, literally. And then your friends could have someone else for you. And if you just keep trying, like you've now you've texted someone before now you've approached someone before you can do it to the next person and you can do it even better get a journal be like today i texted him and it didn't go well next time i won't use this word because obviously it's a bit weird Mm. and then next time you'll look at your journal and you'll be like oh so i'm not going to use this word maybe i'll say this and then it'll work and then you'll live happily ever after
2: and actually i've I reckon, like, a little specific kind of tip would be maybe if you did want to text him, being like, hey, do you want to grab a coffee or whatever, maybe just, like, lay down on your bed, face down, yeah do it, yeah press send, and then just do that thing. You know, like, when you send a risky text, then you just, like, sort of throw your phone across the room, and then you just slam your head into the pillow just like all embarrassed maybe just do that just yeah. so like i don't know just to sort of get the kind of the anxiety out they're like mm-hmm. scream if you want to like who cares mm-hmm. just like but scream with a smile because
1: <laughs> then no because <laughs> then, then you'll be like happier you know that whole thing of like the more you smile like the more like happy endorphins will come yeah just be happy just like make sure that every time you do something that's scary you have something happy that goes with it
2: and after you send the text Leave the house. Put your phone down. Yeah. Piss off for a little bit. Go for a walk, a run, grab a coffee, mm. even better spend some time with some friends or something. Yeah. Come home that night. Check your phone. If he didn't reply to you, he's loss, all right? Like yeah. you gotta start being more positive. Yeah. Like I- I'm sick of people putting themselves down. Yeah. Like and I it's know it's one not always person easy. As but, well, yeah.
1: You know? Oh well.
2: You can do it. Like, come on, we believe in you.
1: Yeah. All right. Twenty right. three year old straight female. Let's do it. Let's do it. Should we go into the next question now? I feel like we've definitely covered it. God, we need
2: like a cheer squad or something in here. Yeah, I
1: know. Just one big choir. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So the next question that's 100% anonymous is, hey, guys, what's your favourite category of porn?
2: Oh, what's your favourite category of porn? Oh, me? No, I was talking to the listener.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, why? Why don't you say this
2: and tell us? <laughs> Jump on the Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, this is like a little bit awkward because I am like, I have like a little bit of. Like I'm trying to find, like I'm trying to find, what's right. Like I just like watch this whole thing about like porn and is it right? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then I know that some of them are fine, and I can't be bothered to honestly, I can't be bothered to research or anything like that, just because I've been doing uni and everything, and then I've mm. had all these other commitments happening. I haven't been able to research ethical porn studios or whatever, so I just haven't watched it for a while because I'm too scared to support bad
2: things. Yeah. No, that's definitely um, gotten on my radar recently, yeah. so I'm a lot more cautious um, yeah. now, but I do can't think of one specific example. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's, like, this guy who I think is, like, super hot, who's, as far as I know, is straight. Like, a guy I know. Yeah. And, um, like, basically, I just, you know, was on the site the other day and saw someone that looks a little bit like him. Mm-hmm. And, you know... That's never going to happen with him. (laughs) He's straight as far as I know. Mm -hmm. So I I just, like, you know, doubled in that one. But I don't think I have, like, a specific category. Like, I don't know. I don't really... Like we were saying, like, I try not to sort of... I don't think I engage with porn as much as maybe I did when I was, like, you know, going through puberty. Yeah. Because I'm aware of sort of the problematic nature of it. Mm. Like, I don't have a problem with porn, but I feel like it just needs to the um uh, representation of the sexual politics does mm. need to be considered
1: yeah for yeah. sure yeah yeah so it's a tricky one but hopefully you know danny and i will have some time and then we'll we'll let you know <laughs> we'll what's ethical you know or not yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we go into the next sure. question as well Alright, so I'm under 18 and I'm in year 11. School is coming down hard. Is it possible to have a social life and possibly create a sexual relationship at my age with all the stress and time taken? Thanks for your help. Love the show.
2: I mm. think definitely, yes. It, I know your feeling, and I reckon right now you're feeling like there's just no time. How could I possibly add anything else to my plate yeah. with school? Um, my advice is you need to change the way you view school. Mm. Um, I'm assuming that you're someone who's maybe quite high achieving and wants to do well and works quite hard at school. But, um, I have learned through my experience that you can't, you know, reach your potential unless you have some balance in your life. Cause I know for me, I was someone who didn't necessarily have balance in year 12 and then once i hit first year uni i burnt out hard Mm. so you and the problem is because sometimes when you're in that mindset when you don't have balance you can sort of start getting this mentality of being invincible yeah 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 and then it all catches up with you when you least expect it and it's even worse to deal with then than just dealing with the problem in the first place so, so you're eighteen and you're in year eleven.
1: Under eighteen. So oh, under like eighteen. Probably uh, sixteen or something. Yeah.
2: Seven, and like, I feel like you're too young to be killing yourself over school. Like, yeah. everyone wants to do well, and I feel like this sounds bad, but don't necessarily listen to your teachers. I feel like te- some teachers are quite bad and will say you need to work a lot harder than you actually do to do well. Mm. I know personally for me, um, sorry, I'm not trying to brag, but I did <laughs> quite well in year 12 and I wasn't a very hardworking person because I knew what I needed to do to get the job done. And I, I, I'm i not saying that everyone has that skill, but if it might just be a matter of you becoming a bit smarter about what you really do need to work on at school and what you don't. Mm. And then if you kind of sift through a bit of that, you might find you have some more free time. Mm. to say start dating someone or hang out with your friends more or join the gym something like that what do you think yeah. Bridget
1: um I definitely think balance is the key maybe if you're doing like a music if like your um school is doing a musical or a play or anything it'd be fun to be an extra on that you don't have to be like the main or anything but being an extra doesn't really take up that much time it takes up maybe like a week on a weekend or two before the musical um and then it just takes up um, like an afternoon every week or something and then that's fun you get to learn a new skill while you're learning all these other new skills um, as you can tell most of my <laughs> most of my advice is musical but they're <laughs> fun it like it, it gives you good endorphins and everything like that um, and yeah maybe what you were saying as well maybe like study smarter that whole key thing do more um, like essays and questions and learn how like the examiners um, critique the question so there's always a way of how to um write a question like there's a way that you can write a question in um four sentences instead of eight You know what I mean? And then, like, the one with four sentences is always going to get marked higher than the one with eight sentences. So, yeah, yeah, just literally just have a look at what you got to do. Just read the stuff once and then do some essays and stuff. And, yeah, like, don't put too much pressure on a sexual relationship. Maybe just focus on your friendships and everything. And that might come. That might not come.
2: And I feel like also, like, um, if you feel like you might need it, like, always, like, seek out some counselling or go to your GP and say look I'm a bit stressed out yeah can I maybe get like a mental health plan or something like that there's Mm. absolutely no shame at all in that and it's only going to help you
1: yeah they give you some really good like key ways to study and to balance your life because you're still only 16 like you're at the start of your life like you of course you don't have all the answers or anything like that like you need to learn how to do it now
2: yeah and like I'll happily admit like at the end of my like first year of uni when I felt burnt out like I sought out Counseling and that's helped enormously. Yeah. And like I can just feel how I'm managing to study, work, so have a social life, do all range of things, and no, and also knowing when to slow down as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, like I wish this is not all the best, and just you know try and take it easy and seek help if yeah. you need it.
1: Yeah. Good luck. Good luck with your eleven, year twelve. They feel stressful, but they're not the end of the world.
2: Nah, you'll be right. <laughs> Sugar and spice and everything nice. We're sort of drawing towards the end of our show now. Um, thank you to everyone for contributing, and thanks to Julia and Bridget for yes, tonight's show. Um, we're now going to throw to, um, I think, our last segment. What are we going to be talking about now, Bridget?
1: So we're going to be talking about familiar faces. So when you see someone down the street, what do you do? Do you just pretend like you never saw them? Um, or do you smile? Do you stop them? Say, hey, like, what? what is the protocol? Because I know for myself I could never be bothered and sometimes I still do it. Like, I just, it's not that I don't like People, I just can't be bothered. Sometimes, like either I've got someone to be, or I'm just too tired. Just so, are we to like it. saying
2: just like just a familiar face who maybe like you, like you don't haven't maybe spoken to before, or are we kind of like how like broad are we talking?
1: Maybe spoken to like once or twice for a yeah. purpose.
2: You I, know? To be honest, I think for me it depends on the kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, like I really it puts a bad taste in my mouth if I f- if I felt that. Me not saying hello has maybe upset the other person. Ooh. But for me, when I sort of see a familiar face, I kind of like internally scream and kind of like <laughs> run. Like yeah. I don't actually run, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I am trying to make an, more of an effort of, you know, just like s- even just smiling. It, when I see someone, or not even smiling, just kind of making eye contact and sort yeah. of maybe seeing if they say something first, but yeah. just not totally ignoring them or mm-hmm. going, you know, doing the classic looking down at your phone. Yeah. Like, I think we're all guilty of doing it at least once. I think I'm guilty of doing it many times.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to do it less this year i feel like i've really tried to make a progress like even if i've talked to them once or twice or like i've interviewed them at sin or anything then it's like hey are you this person i did this um and not trying to be like or even if they're in like a circle with like people and then i would always just reintroduce myself just because like i feel like people forget yeah. but even just trying to be like hey um i'm bridget um we met at this time and then they're like oh yeah Yeah. You know what I mean? Just so, like, it's less awkward just in case they're like, I I have met you before. Yeah.
2: And sometimes, like, if you do see a familiar face and it's in sort of more of a group situation, like, you're alone but they're in a group. Yeah. They might not say hello because, like, they're occupied. Like, they're doing something. Like, like they physically sort of can't, you know, take themselves away right at that instant to say Mm. hello. Um, What I've learned is basically just to not take it personal if someone doesn't say hello. Like... I know it can look like the rudest thing in the world when mm. some like you, like sometimes there are instances where you clearly have made eye contact and then yeah. the person looks down at their phone and they ignore you. But I've actually like I've got like real life examples of where that's happened and then I've seen that person at a later date and like we've talked and then we've ended up hanging out and like being friends and stuff. Mm. So what I've learned it's really never It's rarely about you. It's usually just that person's having a bad day. It's what's going on in their head. Mm. Um, but I I would encourage like myself and other people to make more of an effort to yeah, even just smile or acknowledge. At least acknowledge the person.
1: Acknowledging is a good one. Yeah. Um but I always used to just say in my head, like I would make excuses and be like, Oh, like maybe um like people can't tell who I am or like they don't remember or anything like that. And then I thought for a long time, no, like, everyone knows how, like, what a face is and everything like that. Like, everyone everyone just knows what your face looks like and what all these other faces (laughs) are, even if they have met them, like, once or twice. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Just take a minute. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry, my headphones just broke and it was just just really awkward. (laughs) Oh boy! Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm going so red, but then I (laughs) realize. But then I realize that there's actually a thing called face blindness, and Dr. Carl has it. And I was reading this article that says that he has to carry around a map
2: of his office to know who
1: he's speaking to. (laughs) How good is that? Because so I just, like,
2: um, first answer that by, for so long, I thought Dr. Carl was referring to Dr. Carl from Dr. Carl and Susan from Neighbours.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: true. <laughs> it took me so long to realise that he was a completely different person. But no. Okay, explain, Bridget. A map... For his office, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it makes it. I think. I think it's. I think it's a joke, to be honest. But this. This is the. It's the title of an article, which sounds really fun. Um, but I was listening to um, the podcast that he does with Triple J, um, yeah. and yeah, he did say that he has face blindness. So. Sometimes, like, people, he only knows people by, like, their item of clothing. So, if they wear them, like, a few times or just by the sound of their voice, like, he's like, oh, it's this person. So, how weird is that? So, that's why, like, don't take it personally. Some people can't actually recognise the difference in faces.
2: I wonder if it happens to animals.
1: Like, as in, like, animals don't know who... No, no, no.
2: Like, (laughs) does Dr. Carl, like... (laughs) have <laughs> to, like, be reintroduced <laughs> to his dog, his dog, dog is, every night. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess, like, like given context, he would obviously, like, when he goes home. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, is like, he's is being robbed, dog. like, when he goes home every night? He's like, like <laughs> whose dog is this? <laughs> like, I guess I think we're getting, like, amnesia and face blindness confused. No, yeah, I think, but, like, and also,
1: like, dogs have, like, different bodies and it's not just their face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> it's, it's so much. What about the mirror? like... <laughs> No, Doctor yeah. Carl, you're lying. Like, <laughs> just because you've well, got a medical degree, come on. Uh,
1: well, I don't know. I don't know how to how to finish up on that <laughs> one. But yeah, so maybe just next time, next time that happens to you, and someone doesn't say hello or anything like that, they might not recognize your face. Like it's a real thing. Yeah. So. That's all I have to say to that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the show tonight. Yeah,
2: thanks, everyone. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been great. And if you have um, missed anything as well, you can catch up on the podcast. Um, just search for The Naughty Rude Show on your favourite podcasting app. You can keep up to date with us on The Naughty Rude on Facebook, Twitter. Just search for The Naughty Rude. And we are also on Omni, Spotify, iTunes, sin.org.au, everything to be honest so just keep sending us questions the naughty rude show.tumblr.com ask oh cool. and we will be back next sunday as well here on sin nation from 8 p.m
2: from 8 p.m until 10 p.m thank you for listening everybody we'll catch you next week